0: Today on Power Tips Unscripted, we talk to David Wood, founder of Focus.CEO. We've all suffered from shiny object syndrome, right? I know I have. Daily, in fact. Well, David says the human mind is like a monkey on crack. He's here to share five simple steps to help you combat shiny object syndrome so that you can double business, achieve more and be extraordinary. And we'll hear all about it in just a minute. Yeah, it's me, Deadpool, and I got an offer that you can't refuse Ah, fake laugh It's
1: funny that I only ever see two of you I'm Victoria Downing and welcome to Power Tips Unscripted where we talk about tips, tactics, and techniques to help you build a strong, profitable remodeling company. And I'm here with my co-host, Mark Harari. Well, hello there. Hi there. How are you doing today?
0: I'm doing awesome.
1: Oh, good. It's almost springtime. I know that puts a little time stamp on this, but it's almost <laughs> springtime. I can't help myself.
0: Well, it's not as bad as some of your timestamps. Like, wow, it's You know, it's
1: Christmas Christmas. by that time. It's 4th of July. Yeah, that's that's not good. Yeah. So I'm excited about our topic today, learning about how all these ideas that we're constantly coming up with don't actually derail, but how we can harness that to double our business. What do you think, Mark?
0: I think it's going to be cool. I'd love to know how to avoid it, because I think you can speak to this. I I suffer from shiny object syndrome. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) I think a lot of our listeners do as well.
0: But it's so shiny.
1: Yes, I know. Going right there <laughs> up with squirrel, right? <laughs> yes. All right. Well, let's kick it off. Today, we get to hear from David Wood. David quit his career as a consulting actuary to Fortune 100 companies to create a large coaching business called Focus CEO. He now coaches rockstar entrepreneurs to double their revenue faster overcome shiny object syndrome and be a more extraordinary entrepreneur and human welcome to power tips unscripted David
2: Thank you Mark and Victoria happy to be here
1: good so what do you why do you say that shiny object syndrome is a epidemic among entrepreneurs
2: it's a freaking epidemic um, okay. and it's actually among humans when we're kids, uh, you know, we just go from toy to toy and, oh, look, this is good. Oh, look, this is good. Oh, this is shiny. Well, as adults, it doesn't seem to have changed a lot. Um, just, just look at health. If you decide you're going to get healthier, you, you might try a bit of nutrition, you try a bit of yoga, and you try a bit of exercise. We go from one thing to the next without actually going deep. And in business, this can really cost us. It means that we might have a lot of entertainment and we might feel really productive, but it hurts our revenue and it hurts our time off. So, I'm I'm here to change all that.
1: So, is the human mind really like a monkey on crack?
2: I'm no miner's. <laughs> you know, if you if you <laughs> doubt this at all, just try this simple exercise, listeners. Sit somewhere quietly, close your eyes, and count your breaths. See if you can count to fifty. And just see at what number do you forget to count and you're off on something else. Your mind is just doing its thing. It's thinking about your socks. It's thinking about your next business opportunity. So again, this is fine for entertainment and it's fine to keep us feeling busy. But if we really want to be excellent at something, we need to work out what to care about for the next 12 months and what we agree not to care about for the next 12 months. So instead of going a mile wide and an inch deep, we can actually go an inch wide and a mile deep where it matters.
1: Now in some of your uh, writings and podcasts and so on, you talk about, about focusing on less. So is that what you're talking about there?
2: Yeah, exactly. See if we like for, for business owners in particular, it can be very difficult because we see all the options. We see all the possibilities and all the strategies, We might have five different target markets we're trying to help. We've got five different problems. Each one of those target markets has and then five different solutions for each one of those problems. So now we've got five times five times five different permutations Mm -hmm. and we start to get super, super scattered. So again, we want to come back to what really matters. What's one target market, one problem, one solution, one traffic source, and then can we go deep in each of those for one year?
1: For one year. Now, why is why one year?
2: Well, if you go deep for a week and then you go and pick <laughs> something else, we're back to shiny object syndrome. Mm-hmm. So I think one year is a good chunk of time to give yourself a chance to go deep. And this applies even if you don't own your own business. You can apply this within your job. You can pick one area to get really good at. You can... Um, Choose this with your health. Pick one technique and and try it for a year. Uh, it, it doesn't really matter what the area is. The concept is we need to focus on less if you want to achieve more.
1: So how do people go about choosing the right goals to focus on?
2: Yeah, well, well let's start with choosing goals. Okay. Not cool. everybody has clear goals uh, and can tell you what they want to achieve over 12 months. So I'd say step number one is what would have you do the happy dance 12 months from now? Mm-hmm. And write down those goals. Now, if you find that you've got 20 goals, which, which is quite common, oh, I want everything because we don't want to miss out, then choose the three that matter most and put the rest in a drawer. Mm-hmm. And you can pull those out of the drawer once you've knocked off one of those goals on that list.
1: So then you constantly are replenishing to keep a small number of important goals in focus.
2: Exactly. But if we try and do 20, again, we'll feel busy and that's great and we'll be entertained. But we're just, you know, what really matters? Does revenue matter? And if so, how much and by when? For most people, that's a very important goal because it helps with all the other goals. hmm The second goal we usually look at when when people join my samurai program is how much time off do you want? Uh How much time off do you have now? And then what does that number look like 12 months from now? And then hopefully, I, I really hope my clients will come up with some goals related to their relationships. Because I find that the quality of our relationships is the quality of our life. Right. So maybe you want to be fifty percent closer to your kids, or build fifty percent more trust with your partner. Mm -hmm.
0: David, you used the word just a few moments ago: scattered, being scattered. What's so What's so bad about being scattered? Is it What's? I guess what I'm trying to say, like, what's What's the cost of being scattered at work?
2: Yeah, it's only bad in relationship to your goals. So if you don't, like let's say you've got plenty of money and you've got plenty of time off and you've got plenty of intimacy and love and your health is amazing. It may not matter that you're if if you're feeling scattered as long as you don't mind that sensation of being like, whoa, what am I working on? But if your goals really matter to you, then being scattered is going to just slow you down. Let's suppose you want to double your revenue over the next 12 months. Well, if you're scattered it's more likely to take two, three, or five years instead of one. Mm -hmm. Let's suppose you do have a goal to have more time off. Maybe right now you're working a 40-hour week. You'd like to work a 20-hour week. Well, being scattered is just going to slow you down. Instead of taking 12 months to get to that goal of 20 hours a week, it might take you two years or three years or four years or five years. So that's that's one of the costs. The other cost is stress. How do you mean? If you aren't clear on your goals or you are clear on your goals, but you take actions that are not aligned with those goals, then you're out of integrity with yourself and that creates stress. So today, for example, let's, let's come back to the micro level. So instead of looking 12 months out, let's just look at today, I wrote down my goals this morning. I've got six or seven. I wrote out a time map. This is how much I've got for each. And this is I'm aiming to finish them all by 2 p.m. <laughs> if I do something that's not on that list, I'm now out of integrity with myself. And I'm going to feel a little bit stressed because part of my brain is tracking That this is what I've said is most important today and yet here I am responding to emails. Uh What the hell happened? (laughs) I went off the rails and it starts to create a little stress in the body. Mm -hmm. So come five o'clock, I'm going to want a beer to (laughs) counteract the stress that I've created by simply being out of integrity with myself.
1: So how long does it really take to change our habits to go from, you know, because that, that's an exciting thing is coming up with all those new ideas all the time and new ways to make money and, new, you know, how long yeah. does it take to change your mindset from that to peaceful and focused?
2: I love that you said that. And I, and I think it's worth double clicking on that. It is exciting it's kind of fun to check email and go through it and see what's going on. And then you got a voice message and then you got text messages and then the kids knocking at your door and then your partner needs you like this stuff is very entertaining. That's why I, I I think it's really important to stress that if that's your goal, entertainment then keep doing that. I think that's fine. Um, how long does it take to change your habits if you've decided that you really do want focus because you want to achieve your goals faster? It usually takes my clients a few months. So what happens is we start with, all right, let's work out your goals. That's week one. And then week two, we get to how productive are you? And that's where we start to find out where people fall uh, off off the horse, we might say. So I'll have a client say, well, I set my sprints in my calendar. I I put my blocks aside, but then I got distracted and busy with other things and I didn't actually show up for those dates with myself. like, okay, so there's where you fell off the horse this week. What's it going to take for you to actually show up with the dates that you made with yourself? And so we do that over a series of weeks, and usually by the end of three months they've got a lot of solid habits which totally change how they work.
0: David, it's interesting because as you've been speaking, I've I've jotted down a word here, procrastination. It it seems like there's a correlation to me. A lot of these traits that you're describing is is something also just a procrastinator would do. They're putting something else off that they don't really want to get to, and they go down this other road. Have you found any of that? Do you see it? Could you speak to that a little bit?
2: I, You know, when I hear procrastination, what just loaded up in my mind was the image of a child. You know, as a kid, we, we generally don't have a lot of discipline. And that's fine, right? You're supposed to be like that as a kid. So you're just flitting from one thing to the other. It's it's unlikely you're going to be a senior belt in karate at the age of seven because you haven't really learned discipline yet. And sure, procrastination is just a natural part of life. As we grow up, if if... Listeners, if you have a boss, I know you may not like, may not always like your boss, but your boss generates the accountability. The boss helps you generate the discipline. Your boss says, "This is what I need you to do this year, ideally, and this is what I need you to not do." When you when you work for yourself, you've got to generate that, and so you need to almost parent yourself. You can't be that five year old flitting around and you can't be procrastinating when important things are on the line like paying the rent or taking care of your family or working 20 hours less a week so that you can truly live the life that you're meant to live. So procrastination, yes. And the word that comes up for me is we need to parent ourselves and have a bit of discipline if we want to achieve our goals in a reasonable amount of time.
0: So, with all of this, you you how do you how do you tie this back to to revenue? You talk on um, on your website about doubling revenue in last time. So, how do you tie it back to that? You said you have some steps towards it.
2: Well, it comes back to goals. So, when people start my program, they have to be very clear about what they want. So, normally there'll be a money target because more money is better than less money, and then there'll be a time off target. And then there'll ideally be some relationship targets, maybe a health target. Maybe they want to swim with dolphins. Who knows? But we work out what really matters. And that's where the money conversation usually begins. Now, once we know the goals in week one, and then week two, we move towards productivity, we have to look at mindset. Because if you've got stinking thinking, it's going to slow you down. It's going to hobble you the whole time. So we need to look at like when there is a problem, can you welcome it and say, all right, I love it. There's my challenge for today. Or does it really disable you and, and bring you down? Then we move in weeks four, five, and six to the money. And week four is how are your leads? Do you have a flood of leads? So you really have to screen people to manage your time? Or do you have a trickle of leads which is a real problem. Then we look at your conversions when people come to your website. And again, this is for business owners. If you, if you hold down a job, it's different. But when people come to your website, are they buying? Do you have a high conversion rate or you're just getting a lot of traffic with nothing happening? And then the third piece in the money piece is, are you loving up your existing customers and clients? It's too easy to keep on looking for new customers and new clients and new business, but how are your upsells? How are your testimonials? How are your referrals? So I I like to think of things in three big buckets. The first one is your, your productivity. The second bucket is the money. And the third bucket is your leverage. That's where we start looking at what kind of team do you have around you and how do you motivate that team?
0: Very interesting.
2: Cool. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Well, David, we have something that unfortunately is a shiny object on this show and it's the lightning round. Are you ready
2: for that? I'm I'm as ready as I'm going to be. (laughs) Okay.
0: And now here's the Remodelers Advantage Lightning Round.
1: It's a trap.
0: All right, let's put 60 seconds on the clock. Here we go. What is your favorite business book and why?
2: The E-Myth by Michael Gerber, because it didn't change my thinking around business. It gave my gave me my thinking around business. If you weren't running
0: Focus.CEO, what do you think you'd be
2: doing? I think I'd be playing ultimate frisbee <laughs> and squash and um, maybe doing some improv and, and mainly a lot of games. I love play, so I'd be playing a lot of games. What are you not very good at? Wow, what am I not really good at? I'm not good at handling noise. I'm very sensitive to noise, I get jumpy. I can't even sleep in the same bed as somebody else. That's what I'm not good at.
0: Your room, your desk, or your car, which would you clean first?
2: My desk, <laughs> my desk could use it. <laughs> In one word, describe your high school self. Lonely, not knowing how to really connect with people. If you could have a theme song, what would it be? My theme song, Don't Stop (laughs) believing.
1: There you go. I like it. Uh. So thank you so much, David. This has been awesome. Um, It's, you know, you opened up my eyes to a few things and uh, I want to thank you for that. But before we let you go, I want you to share... With our listening audience, your five words of wisdom and why they resonate with you.
2: Just watch your thoughts carefully. Byron Katie said the worst thing that can happen to you is a thought. And I would have said that if I could fit that into five words. <laughs> and I, I believe that's true. I don't believe anymore that our external circumstances, our money, and even our relationships are ultimately what, what causes our happiness. It's what we're believing Mm-hmm. about those circumstances. Now, the good news is if that's true, we can hack our thinking mm-hmm. and create a better result for our life without having to change the outside world. Right. And that's a game changer.
1: That's great. Thank you so much for being here. We very much appreciate it. And I'm sure our listeners will as well.
2: You're welcome. And I have a gift basket of goodies for, you, for your listeners, if I may offer it. Absolutely. Okay, great. I put together a cheat sheet with some of what we talked about Uh, It's got the steps you need to achieve twice as much in half the time. And also, uh, I created nine buckets to assess yourself if you own your own business. You can work out where you're strong and where you're weak because the plan for one person is not the same as a plan for another person. And I'm happy to give listeners access to that training too. I managed to get it down to 35 minutes. It's a very (laughs) powerful training on how to double revenue. And you can get both of those things and see if you're a fit for the samurai program at myfocusgift.com i tried to create the most memorable url i could come up with myfocusgift.com <laughs> take you straight to my site now, very als-
1: cool also don't you have a podcast
2: i do have a podcast
1: and what is that how would people it's, find out about that
2: it's tough conversations with david wood
0: okay cool we'll put we'll put the links to those in the show notes david Thanks,
2: guys. And I'm I'm glad to meet you both.
1: Yeah, same here. Absolutely. Thanks a lot, David. Thank you very much. You know, one of the things that I think that David really stresses that obviously we totally agree with and talk to our members a lot about is the concept of focusing on fewer things and, and setting goals in accordance with those things.
0: Yeah, it's, it definitely is easier said than done, I think.
1: <laughs> well, and again, we see it with our members, too, some of our members, and we can see that sometimes some an opportunity will pop up. And yeah, it's an opportunity, but it's not, it takes our focus away from their main business and nailing some of the things they have to do there.
0: Yeah, for sure. And, you know, it's funny because uh, uh, a few people might be asking, so, you know, why would we have someone like David on the show? Because It's almost like he's a competitor to us, yeah. Which I guess theoretically he is because we provide consulting services. He clearly is a one-on-one consultant as well. But at the end of the day, what's our main goal? It's
1: to help our members, to To help help our listeners, help
0: our listeners, help our members, light the path of greater success. And we are never going to presume that you're going to spend every nickel of consulting on us. So we want to expose our listeners and our members to all the all the great thoughts and thinking and different ways of thinking out there. So that's why we try to continually expand on, on our guest list for the show. Yes.
1: Yes. Very true. Very true.
0: So we want to thank David for coming in and telling us all about, um,
1: monkey brain on crack,
0: (laughs) (laughs) monkey brains on crack and, and the freaking epidemic that is shiny object syndrome. And, um, we'll put his resources in the show notes If you're not familiar, the show notes are available at powertipspodcast.com. We want to thank you for listening week in and week out. As always, I am Mark
2: Harari.
1: And I'm Victoria Downing. See you next week.
2: This has been another episode of Power Tips Unscripted, the Remodeler's Guide to Business. Visit www.remodelersadvantage.com to learn more about roundtables our world-class
1: peer advisory program. There you can also find information about our business consulting services, upcoming live events, and much more. And finally, don't
2: forget to subscribe to the show and comment on iTunes. Thanks for listening. It's
0: a